In my experience, conversations are best had with a glass of whiskey. Join me, Alan Kogan, as I engage in meaningful discussions while enjoying a glass of my favorite spirit. Welcome to the Kogan Conversation. Hey everyone, I wanted to hop on here and record a more fleshed out explanation of our current plan as a podcast. It'll likely be our last episode for a while until we get our ducks in a row, but I think it's important for us to be transparent and show you a plan for the future. This podcast has always been about learning for Grant and I, two plus years of understanding the production side of podcasting and what makes things tick behind the scenes. Unfortunately, everyone and their mother now has a podcast, especially during COVID, which forces us to go back to the drawing board as creatives and produce a unique content that you love and that we love creating. The pandemic itself bred millions of guys in their basement making a podcast about whatever topic you can think of, and only a select thousand endured, including us. I'm proud of that. We kept going. Regardless, our metrics and reach have understandably been limited. We haven't developed enough of a niche or clear direction for people to want to organically consume our conversations, but we have grown personally and professionally, and that alone is worth the experiment. We intended to break some eggs and look forward to breaking some more. Throughout this process of learning how to produce a podcast and how to support Alan and his desire to create a conversation-based platform, I have grown to appreciate what it takes to run successful content. We went into this project blind, throwing whatever at the wall to see what stuck, spending time and money and plenty of experiments to play the game. And in my opinion, we succeeded. And we learned and can't wait to bring our newfound expertise to the drawing board and bring you all something we are truly proud of. The genesis of this podcast started with friends and family tickling my own ego and saying I not only have a radio quality voice and perhaps a radio quality face, but that my rational approach to politics is refreshing and much needed. However, it's become abundantly clear that Grant and I simply don't have the mental capacity to live and breathe all the nonsense in order to produce a sound product based solely on politics. He and I have spent hours of private conversations mulling over the political landscape and our overall distaste for our discourse in this nation. This was originally my motivation source. I have routinely been successful at parsing out and analyzing different current affairs with a more rational and down-the-middle-of-the-road approach. I love taking the time to step into the shoes of others and understand where they're coming from and try to find some common ground. I used to love taking to social media, giving some commentary on a thing that just happened and having a more fleshed out discourse with people offline and private messages or on the phone. But oftentimes it devolved into you know comment threads that misunderstood or, or t- took whatever I was saying in the most bad faith possible. And that's why I wanted to start the podcast is because it was a, a longer form way to add more nuance to maybe some of my comments that had not been eloquently posted on social media. I love challenging my own thoughts and ideas and you know there are many times I think I'm I'm right or I'm I'm I think that I'm being the most rational in the room but I don't like living in an echo chamber and I like being told that I'm wrong or at least having a good conversation about it. At the end of the day, politics is a life-draining environment. And I frankly am done adding to the online machine. People no longer want to learn and grow. They want to be right. They want to fight for their own, you know, dug in heels ideology. They don't they don't have any open mindedness at all. We're all guilty of this at some point, but 
only the podcasts and pundits with hardline partisan views are the ones who gain success. The Charlie Kirks, Candace Owens, Hannah Cox, the Young Turks of the world capture an audience with a caricature and brand of clickbait. There's no doubt that they put some great amounts of work and effort into building their brands. There's no question that their success is, is impressive. But it's built on the very thing that makes our political discourse vile, feeding off of the worst of us and f- the worst of the Internet. Nuanced conversations and making points with proper context isn't something that sells. Anger and fear sell. To be honest, it is quite disconcerting to know that we could probably sell our souls tomorrow, you know, be partisan hacks and likely get a brand deal with the likes of a Daily Wire or the Blaze or whatever their counterparts might be on the left. We really have no desire to add to that nonsense, and uh, we see it as one of the core issues of our discourse. Alan and I are pretty well aligned politically, landing somewhere in the classical liberal or libertarian realm, and when it is just him and I on an episode discussing things like uh, transgenderism or critical critical race theory, we definitely sit in our own kind of echo chamber talking amongst each other. But I'd say we do it in a much more polite and contextual way, or at least I would hope we do. And that isn't quite as attention-grabbing as some other pundits, unfortunately. To be successful in any political commentary online, you have to be edgy and purposefully stoke the flames of division for clicks and likes. As Grant indicated, we refuse to sell our souls to that level of punditry. Whenever we discuss any important issues, we've prided ourselves on being as nuanced as possible. We might not have always met that goal. Sometimes we might have you know, not given as much time or energy into, into doing the proper research or, or trying to bring up as many counterpoints to our own thoughts as possible. And we have tried to get on guests who have different opinions, but people who you know, tout their ideas online often do it from behind their screen on their keyboard, and they don't really want to come on a, a, a small-level podcast and actually have ideas challenged. So Grant and I were stuck kind of, you know, spinning our wheels against each other. And that's an echo chamber that just burns us out. We are both politically burned out. And I think that there's a lot of stuff that could just be said about today's culture in general, Right. I mean, this is coming out after the midterms, right? And if the midterms showed us anything, is that this country is so wildly divided that we are unable to agree on anything, especially at the federal level. And also, former President Trump just announced his uh, his candidacy in 2024. And that's going to be a, a, a shit, show, shit show in itself. We just have so many people who have celebritized federal politics to a point where it has consumed every waking moment of our lives. I have family who are devout Trump supporters who are incapable of admitting that he has done wrong in his life. They see him as the second coming of Christ. And then I also have friends on the left who who claim that, you know, Biden was the savior from Trump and that he's, you know, this progressive, amazing person and all the progressives in Congress can do no wrong, and they're you know they love each other, they love you, and Grant and I just see through that. It's so easy to just see, you know, the very essence of what is wrong at the root of our politics. It's it's not it's not that it's all corruption. There's corruption, of course. That's going to happen at any 
in any institution. But the problem is this nation's priorities have been shifted in the last 60-some years to focus so fervently on federal politics that we're, we're so worried about the president. We're so worried about you know the Supreme Court. And I can guarantee you that most of you listening, myself included, can't rattle off your city council members. You can't rattle off your mayor. You, you're not really sure who your state legislators are. Um, maybe you know your governor. It's a little higher profile. But you probably know your senators at the, at the, at the con- congressional level. And I know you know the president. And that's a problem, that those are the only people that we care about. Voter turnout at the local level at lower elections is abysmal. And how do we fix that? I don't know. And I, quite frankly, I don't think that there's much that Grant and I can add to the conversation other than on our own, just, you know, being sounding boards for each other and venting about different things that happen because I think politics at the, at the most basic level is a, is a human instinct, right? Everything's political when it comes down to it. But I think we're more, more specifically burnt out of of dealing with all these peripheral issues and not looking at the actual root causes of any of anything. How do we build a, 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 a platform or a podcast based on conversations that are uh, attempting to be nuanced and, and, and contextual and, and see different sides from different angles when we really only have each other? And it's increasingly hard to get guests. During COVID, in the beginning... It was a little easier to do remote, but we, we face a lot of technical difficulties too. We don't have a lot of you know, money or, or, or the, the, the fanciest equipment, so sometimes things fail. Sometimes we uh, you know, get stuck in an editing rut and, and we're putting more work on each other than we, we really want to do, and it's unmotivating because sometimes you spend a lot of hours on a, a really good uh, you know, audio or video essay on, on a, a topic and we both think we did a good job. We think it's a great episode. And then it comes the, the analytics over the course of the of the weeks that it's out bear no fruit. And people aren't listening to it. And then we have to, okay, well then maybe we, we, we clip things together and we put a marketing drive on Instagram and Twitter and all these things and try to just have thirty second clips of little hot button things. But then you're, you know, you're taking things out of context and you're not giving credence to the entire conversation. The reality is most podcasts, most podcasts who do this, like Joe Rogan or Ben Shapiro or any show on the, uh, Kyle Kalinske on the left, Tim Poole, who's kind of a moderate libertarian, uh, they have a following and they have built up their audience prior to having a podcast. Now, Joe Rogan's a weird one because he has been doing the podcast since like 08, and his whole thing is just that he kept doing it, and he just built up a library, or a Rolodex, I should say, of really famous friends, and he was the Fear Factor guy, and now he's the UFC guy, and now he's the podcast guy. And it's impressive, but we starting from from the first floor with nothing, but some of our friends and family who who like and comment and share things that I might post or, you know, some of our first episodes where we talked a little bit more about politics. Um, it was more focused uh, 
on strictly politics, yeah, okay. I, you know, after an hour podcast, it's easy to to really expand and, and flesh out and you know come to an agreement that well, there's more to be talked about here, and let's keep going forward. But you know, there's it's it's not it's not very fruitful when it's just a hundred listeners, maybe here and there. We did at one point have a thousand unique listeners, and one of the tippy top episodes was the uh, the first Tales from OCS episode that I did. And for those of you who don't know or haven't been following, um, I'm a commissioned officer in the United States Army National Guard, and I decided to, you know, have some buddies on who I graduated with and. Uh, I had a couple cadre members on and, and talked to them about their experiences too. But it wasn't very structured. It was just kind of shooting the shit. And I was a little shy of blurring the line between my you know, civilian, hobby, personal, whatever, fun project where I drink whiskey and talk about stuff with the me in uniform. And obviously I'm not doing it in uniform, and I would never do that. And nothing that I do is re- as a representative of the DOD, but... You know, you have to be careful. There's there's, there's things that you have to watch in how you say and, and who you talk to. So I didn't want to continue that down that path. I didn't want to blur that line any further. Um, I have, I'll have plenty of time to talk about military stuff when I'm out and have the actual experience to do so. Uh, as it stands right now, I have none. <laughs> I'm brand new to the Army. Um, so I don't want to do that either. It's not it's not my prerogative, and I... I, I after doing three Tales from OCS episodes that performed pretty well, I I kind of shrugged my shoulders and said, I don't want to do that. I could do six more with a bunch bunch more friends and, and, and fellow graduates, but I'm I'm not interested in doing that anymore. It, it, it makes me kind of cringe, no matter how fun they might be. So what's the next step? You know, do we, do we swear off politics because it's just gross and we feel so tired and 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 burnt out from it no i i think i think there will be room for grant and i to still talk peripherally about it but i, I don't want to have a podcast or a platform or a video series or anything where we just hop on here and talk about you know politics as armchair quarterbacks in, in forcing ourselves to either read or research or, or do things that we're not really that interested in there aren't many things in politics that I am so devotely committed to, you know, spending the actual needed and required time to research thoroughly to do a proper video essay. That's not my job. I'm not getting paid for it. I'm not looking to get paid for this. Um, there's a couple topics out there that I that I, I care deeply about that I could do, like education and criminal justice and homelessness and mental illness. I love, the, I, I love to expand my knowledge on those topics but if you're going to ask me about like the tax code or you know foreign affairs i'm interested in it but i'm not i don't have the motivation or the the mental capacity at least right now in this stage of my life to go on this deep dive i I just i i can't I, i i i don't feel the that i could give it the correct amount of of tlc needed to be a good a good product and I think Grant would agree I've lost 
so much interest in attempting to be in that sphere and make sense of the world and quite frankly I'm done bitching about it too I I, I know I've probably lost friends and I know I've I don't talk to you know much family who disagrees. We are at least we avoid politics. There are family members that I have strained relationships with because of politics, and you know who I shy away from having conversations with because I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of election fraud or you know the my pillow guy being awesome. <laughs> um, it's just a bunch of nonsense. I don't. It's not healthy. I, I don't. I don't know why we are in the. We are in this realm of just gross division. Like It's almost like we're divided for division's sake. And I don't want to add to that. I don't, want, I don't think Grant or I want to continue going down this path of just kind of talking at each other about things that we both agree on when the only answer we can come to at the end of a 30 minute to an hour podcast about some topic is that we're all fucked (laughs) you know this is all stupid and it's all theater and uh, you know I, I guess I would just say be nice to each other be kind that's the message that we should be sending and I I think we're trying to figure out with this pivot that we're about to discuss that I think that that needs to be at the core of what whatever we do that there's more to life, there's more beautiful things in the world than a couple of dudes on a podcast talking about, you know, the left or the right, Biden or Trump, the election, this, that, or the other. It's not what we want to do anymore. It's not what we ever intended on living and breathing. And I I guess that, that brings me to this. You know, we're looking to, to kind of rebrand and relaunch the Kogan conversation as a whole. Luckily, the name and logo are pretty benign to the content, and we'll probably keep that. Uh, but we don't know exactly what this looks like yet. Grant and I are routinely brainstorming privately, and we're very close friends. I love him dearly. But we want to get back to our roots of good conversation with a glass of whiskey. When we first started, I had just begun my whiskey connoisseur journey, and I wanted to recreate conversations around a cigar lounge or at a fire pit with friends, sampling different scotches uh, from different regions or different bourbons, different ryes, different Irish whiskeys, Japanese whiskeys. I I've built up my own personal collection. Uh, I have a large shelf of of whiskey, and I have a, a humidor full of cigars that I enjoy with my friends. I enjoy sampling those things, and we. We kind of screwed up the marketing in the beginning of of, of this podcast because I still have family who asks me, uh, "How's your podcast about whiskey going?" Well, the, you know, it never was about whiskey. We've done a couple where we've tried to delve into the whiskey knowledge, but it's always felt stilted and forced. And I don't know enough to just go off the top of my head. Or at least I didn't at the time. I might know more now, but I'm still not that confident in something I'm still learning and grasping and and and, and tasting and understanding. Um, but that atmosphere and that culture is something that both Grant and I love. You know, perhaps we'll do a monthly showcase of a different cigar lounge or whiskey bar, or maybe we'll work with just one local bar and record on site. Maybe we could even showcase some jazz and blues musicians, uh, whether it be in my city or Allen's, and we could record them in that same space and 
even further dive into their musical talent and the history of smoky jazz lounge culture. You know, something that brings a unique ambiance to the listener or viewer. Yeah, and I don't know how that would look. I actually went to a cigar bar with one of my buddies, and we brought some microphones and, and tried to set up just uh, just to capture some bar noise, and there was some live music going on, and we tried talking. And it didn't turn out too well, as you can imagine. We, we wanted to see how terrible the audio levels would be and how much our mics would pick up. Uh, but, you know, imagine imagine you're in a lounge or a, a bar and you're having conversation and you're it's not it's not like club music it's not blowing your ears out it's just some you know some light jazz in the background or some light blues and it's just the atmosphere how to recreate that grant and i are kind of playing with those different ideas of how to bring in that ambiance to a podcast setting or a show of some sort we're not really sure but it might you know it might be a cool creative outlet for us to try to figure out something new. Grant and I love, love, love that scene and really want to figure out a way to showcase our love for that atmosphere. Conversations with a glass of our favorite spirit. How do we bring that to a podcast or a show in a unique way? How do we manage with a specific set of resources? Our Lord knows we can't just go and buy three new cameras, lighting fixtures, and state-of-the-art recording equipment. We have to be, we have to be practical and, and tactical about how we try new things without overextending ourselves. I'm also flirting with the idea of a Milwaukee-slash-Chicago sports rivalry weekly show that highlights the notable history between these two sports towns. Grant and I are both from Milwaukee, um, and I know Grant isn't as big of a sports guy as I am, but it'd be fun to give some commentary on the week's sports standings among each of the city's teams. It might just be me and someone else. Maybe Grant helps us produce... I don't know. And it, this might just be a, a thinking exercise, but this wouldn't be the Kogan conversation itself. Maybe just under a banner of our brand that allows me to spin my wheels on something more benign that isn't even adjacent to politics. And it's something that I love getting worked up about because it's sports and I'm a big sports guy. 
In light of the Packers and Brewers having a lackluster season this year and the Bucks being phenomenal, we have lots to talk about. Contrast that with the Bears, Cubs, and Bulls. I don't know, it might be fun to do a mini, you know, a little ESPN analyst type show with you know, on, on the current state of each city's teams. This is just purely a brainstorming exercise for myself. I, I built, you know, a, a graphic just to play with uh, what could a logo look like. And I also pr- uh, created this uh, proof of concept intro that kind of gives a, I don't know, an intro to a, a classic sports show with sports rivalry between Milwaukee, Chicago, just to just to play around. And, you know, we have no plans, but here's a little little sample of something I worked on. Finally, champions. And the Packers lead it. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. The Bulls are the champ. The Chicago Cubs are going to be in the World Series. Brewers down to their final outbound. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and go! So yeah, uh, that's a fun little tidbit. I mean, it's kind of fun those old uh, those old news show uh, songs like "Hello Milwaukee" from Channel Twelve. It's, uh, it's endearing. I'm sure Grant is rolling his eyes and is saying, "You know, fuck, fuck you and your sports, Alan." No, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, just a just a fun little exercise, and who knows what we do? It might be a side project that I work on, external of the Coken conversation proper. But we'll see. So, given this large pivot, we shut down our Patreon because we cannot, in good conscience, ask for monetary support until we have a valid direction and product. The fact alone that many of you have given us votes of confidence via monthly donations is enough motivation to keep clawing our way towards something great. So to both our Patreon supporters and the consistent listeners who have followed us throughout the years, we truly thank you. Not just for your listenership, but for allowing us to build a space to learn and grow and (laughs) break a few eggs along the way. We look forward to returning with something worthwhile, and I know Alan and I will be hard at work to make this a reality. Yeah, from the bottom of our hearts... We thank you for your support. We absolutely love feedback and input. So if you have any thoughts, any thoughts about what we could do, what you want to see, please reach out to us. Shoot us a message. If you know who I am on a personal level, text me. I am all ears for all different types of input, and and I want to brainstorm this and, and problem solve this and find something that is a really worthwhile product. I want it to be very clear. Grant and I are not throwing in the towel. We're not giving up. We're not stopping the Kogan conversation from continuing. We're taking a knee to regroup, reflect, and we can't wait to bring you something new. That might be restarting an Instagram page or a Twitter page or a YouTube channel. We're not sure, and we're not sure what comes after this. This episode will come out, and we might take a, a good long break, or we might find something that we want to talk about and and test something and and just to see how it how it works and get some feedback from you but until then i want to again say thank you 
And I look forward to cheersing a glass of whiskey with you soon. Cheers, and see you next time.